0: Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me?
1: Whatever, make me a bicycle clown.
0: On 93.7 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Shaper. My boy's awake and smack. This is Happer and Shaper. Welcome back in. Hour number two of Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket, ticketfm.com Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. here. Scott Frost. After the game on Saturday, his thoughts of the program now that the bowl game is officially off the table.
2: Listen, uh, like I said, man, I I, I bleed for Nebraska. Um, I've lived in O'Neill and Lincoln and McCook and Wood River and was born in Crete and uh, I bleed for this, and um, we're giving everything we have and pouring everything ha- we have into this, and uh, nobody's more disappointed to me. that hasn't happened yet. Um,
0: Let's stop there. Um, I kind of did this on the post-game show on Saturday, too. We'll, we'll finish out the rest of this, but I, 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 I guess I get it. Uh, um, Frost is basically up there um, – trying to get another crack at this thing I, like I, he sounds he sounds like a guy who's trying to you know make his case for, for his job a little make bit his case yeah. for his job and that's okay um, you know he, he gets the podium after the game because he's the coach <laughs> like
1: what I don't
0: know.
1: it's kind of flippant
0: this it is
1: flippant
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm flipping to I'm that i'm so
2: excited for this segment that right
0: whole now. 25 seconds i'm flip. i'm gonna play it again listen
2: uh like i said man I, I i bleed for nebraska um i've lived in o'neill and lincoln and we
0: know <laughs> has anybody ever heard that scott frost was with the high school at wood river before we know familiar and we know that they're putting a whole lot of effort to it that much is true if you want to find it like when he says hey man I understand all the frustration out there but there's nobody more frustrated to me than me I know you don't get extra points for being more frustrated than the rest of us you don't get more points for trying hard that's not what we're doing here the question has never been about how hard the coaching staff tries or how hard Scott Frost tries or how many cities in Nebraska he's lived in. That's not the barometer we're using. It's results. I'm sorry. So we don't get to give him points for caring. I love that he cares. I think it's great that he cares. It's it, it really like that guy really does care. That's a good thing. You just don't get points for it.
1: I, look, I agree with you. I,
0: I, <laughs> you I didn't, still get points for it. I didn't want to
1: cut you off as you were in your run there, so um, I, I, I have, agree.
0: I don't have much more than that. It's just like we get this. Look, man. You know, nobody, n- nobody cares more than me. I know, I know. That's good. Nobody should care more than you. You have as much at stake as anybody here, more than anybody. You're the coach. Your job's on the line. You should care more than everyone. Yeah. I just don't. I, I like. It's it's a good thing that he cares. It's it's definitely um, favorable to not caring. <laughs> but I don't expect the guy in that chair I, to not care. I don't know that Nebraska's ever
1: had a coach that hasn't cared about remaining the coach at their position, right? Because it's a good job, and you get paid money to do this job. And you're a coach, and you're a competitive individual, and you want to win. And it's understandable that you're frustrated. And it's great that you have a history that shows that you know Nebraska in a different light than some of these past coaches. But you're still not winning. And that's sort of the most important thing here. It's kind of it. Uh, Being from from a place locally – is nice because you can sort of understand the fervor and the excitement and what Nebraska football means to everybody. Uh, that gives you a perspective that's unique. Four years in, that perspective is well known, but it hasn't resulted in, you know, taking this program to a different place because it has a, a homegrown
0: coach. The trying the is not the problem, yeah. it's not the trying. It's not the try. And like I think they, you know, maybe maybe when they got here, they were like, oh, maybe we would have to try a little bit harder. So then they tried a little bit harder, but the results still aren't there. Like I don't, I don't want to make it directly about that, but like you, you don't get points for this. I'm sorry, and I'll just, I'll, I'll let the clip finish out here.
2: McCook and Wood River, and it's born in Crete, and uh, I bleed for this, and um, we're giving everything we have and pouring everything ha- we have into this, and. Uh, nobody's more disappointed to me that hasn't happened yet, um, but there's too many good things happen for us to not get over this hump. And um, you know, I let the you guys wrote about it a lot. I let the uh, the team, the captains, talk to the team after the game, and I told them today, don't don't hang your head. Uh, they should be proud of the way they played. They keep putting themselves in position to have a chance to win against really good competition, um, and. We're doing a lot of things right. They just got to keep doing them and keep putting ourselves in position to win games. Um, the one thing that, I, you know, I'll be critical of myself and and the team is if we play with that much spirit in every game, I think we have a couple more wins. Hmm. Um, now, you go through a grind of a season, and it, it, it's tough to play your absolute best every single game. No, it's not. Uh, but I never want us to look back. There was guys jumping around on the benches and on the sideline. And, um that that's the passion that Nebraska fans want to see. That's the, the passion that I want to okay, see.
0: Okay, maybe I'll amend that. It, maybe it is tough to play your absolute best every game, but it's not hard to to do your best
1: <laughs> or to to come out with the rest, you know, with the, the energy necessary to play these teams that it shouldn't be difficult to get up for. So that, that to was play in Illinois or in Minnesota after they beat
0: you. And I don't know how you felt about this, but I, like I felt like there was a lot of the post game press conference just talking about, um you know, Adrian's health and, and how that whole thing came to be and, and what that was. Um, I, I heard a lot there in the, the, that minute and 20 seconds. And I feel like that was never also another thing that was never really talked about again, why we saw Marquis step for 10 seconds on the most important drive of the year. And then, you know, where was he? Well, I'm Slash guessing why he, he, in the game?
1: he was the second best pass protecting running back. That was still on the roster. Savion Morrison was unavailable for today's or for Saturday's game because of family things. He missed practice, I guess, uh, and that leaves you down. Marvin Scott. I'm not even sure where he's at anymore. So that sort of leaves you with uh, Ramir Johnson, Marquis Step, and Yant. And we know they don't want Yant in there in pass protection.
0: Like we have, we have a bunch of clips here. So that's a separate thing. But we we have a bunch of clips here about. Adrian and his health, and and what the whole and and Logan and and what's next there, um, and then there's one about not going for it on fourth down, which is obviously important. We're gonna to get to here in just a second, and then the the general thoughts on the program, the one that I just played for. you. I don't know. I just felt like we were we were maybe distracted on on Saturday. That it, it feels like we're in kind of grandstanding season we got side swiped by the whole oh yeah adrian's not healthy thing i don't know maybe it's just tossed out there as like a an easy bait i have a lot of issue with that it it just feels like easy bait we've talked about this a lot before do we want to get into this uh, yeah let's do the adrian injury thing yeah
1: so here's my biggest issue with that is that one you sort of made light of it three weeks ago talking about the lupus thing and and all of that ahead of uh, ahead of the Michigan game and at that point he would have had the broken jaw because that would have occurred and Adrian played really well so it's hard for me to assume the broken jaw was the biggest issue um, that he's been dealing with and now in in the last two weeks we've seen and, and really going back to the Minnesota game the last three three contests you've seen a really slowed Adrian Martinez who just frankly isn't that effective as a runner. Like, I mean, he just, he hasn't been uh, really since the Michigan game is the last time that he was really an effective runner or passer for that. Yeah. So obviously whatever this second injury is, which I believe high ankle sprain is the term that was used in that time. You've run him with a high ankle sprain. 36 times for 52 yards. Now, let's just isolate it to, let's say that the high ankle sprain occurred, it got better during the bye week, and then he re-injured it against Purdue. Like, let's say that's what happened. Why, if that was the case, and that is sort of the argument eh, that gets made, and it was very early in the Purdue game that this happened, why two different times inside the red zone with third down, in an injured quarterback that you just happened to mention after losing another game on Saturday, is Nebraska running a quarterback blast. They did it Saturday against Ohio State on third and six or third and seven and settled for a field goal. They did it against Purdue right before half and settled for a field goal. So he's injured. You're outwardly talking about the fact that he's injured. Oh, by the way, he was limping very heavily two plays before this carry. Yes. Yes.
0: But in, with him.
1: in your offense, in which you have total autonomy as, as the head coach and the play caller, and he's injured, and we're talking about that after the game, but in a critical moment, I think it was seventeen to ten seven. Was
0: it was it seventeen seven at that point? So this is before half. Right. Um I, uh, I don't I don't even know it might be it might be ten three. Or no, because they kicked
1: the field goal, so it wasn't ten. It was the one that they made. Uh, no, you're right. It was. It was. It was ten. Nothing. Ten. Nothing. And yeah. they kicked the thirty nine yard field goal. Yeah. And I am just like, it's, it's before the Smith and Jigba play. Yeah. And I'm yeah. basically just like, if, if he's healthy enough to run for you, right? Great. Then how are you talking about it after the game that he's hurt?
0: Yeah, I tweeted. I was like, what the hell was that? Well, how
1: can it be both? Right. Why does it get to be both? It doesn't get to be both. Right. And that was one of several decisions. Was, was
0: running the hurt quarterback in that moment your best chance to get a first down?
1: No. No. It wasn't against Purdue and it was and it, it, it wasn't about getting the first down. That's what like really ticks mm. me off about yeah. the whole thing. I don't want to hear ever that Scott Frost is anything but an incredibly conservative head coach because that's how he coaches. When given the option in the last three games. To go for touchdowns in the red zone. They kicked a field goal against Minnesota that was inexplicable. They ran the ball with Adrian against Purdue instead of attempting to score a touchdown before half. And, and they, they ran the, the ball against Ohio State and later in that game on fourth and four in a critical juncture in which you could take the lead as a 3-6 and six team against the number
0: whatever team in the country. Five.
1: You trotted your kicker out there who would already missed one, made one.
0: And who is the backup?
1: Yeah, because again... <laughs> No coach on this staff should ever feel like three points is basically assured to them. Especially when the single point that comes after the touchdown, those really rare moments when Nebraska scores touchdowns, those aren't even assured to them. But you're going to trot the guy out for a field goal to make it still a field goal game?
0: inexplicable. Absolutely inexplicable. I, I got the sense when they're down there. And then afterwards, so we're na- talking about an injury. So, so now we're talking about the field goal part. And I know we're kind of like, it, it, it weirdly all winds together. It all comes Ima- back to imagine poor in-game that. coaching. Yeah, imagine that. Which uh, has nothing to do with effort or growing up in O'Neill, Nebraska. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it all comes back together. Um, but on that, on that little series where they had, by the way, put together their best drive of the day. Which ended up being eleven plays and um eleven plays and seventy three yards. Eleven plays and seventy three yards. They got it off of an interception, um, and they put together their best drive of the day. The offense looked good. Adrian looked healthy magically. He must have got a quarterstone shot at halftime, whatever it was. I, I mean he 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 looked way better in the I second agree. half. Um, and they were running the ball. They did a little short, short passing game stuff. They get the tight end involved, and they get all the way down inside the twenty yard line. It's like, okay, how are we going to finish this thing off? And on the on the fir- on the fresh down on the on the fresh uh, first down, which they got at a at what the twenty, so in the red zone basically at this point, or, or the nineteen or something like that. It looked to me on that series of plays like they were playing for four downs. Right, so your first two plays go nowhere, but you know you're you're halfway there. Yep. And then on the third down play, you either overthrow behind your ty- Vokalek. I think it was right. They were looking for Vokalek on that play. You overthrew behind him or whatever that was or it was a bad read, whatever happened there. On
1: on third and four? Yeah. It, it was to Levi Falk. Falk. And yeah. he was wide open. Yeah. And Adrian or missed him. Just yeah. completely missed him. Yeah. And someone told me, and I have to go back and watch this that Samari Touré was completely open on that play. Yeah, I don't too. know. I don't know. But the, the play wasn't the problem because you had two options.
0: They were there. Your quarterback just missed him. Right. So then you get into that spot and then you decide to kick on fourth down. And you're down 6, 23 to 17 at the at the you're time. Down six. So, so basically what you're doing is you're betting on your offense to come back and do it again. When that drive was a gift in the first place because you got it off of an interception and it was your best drive of the day. Nebraska had a on that drive had an 11 play 73 yard drive by far the best of the day. Do you want to hear their rest the, the rest of their drives? I, I'll just I'll just read them to you. The numbers and how many yards they went. 5 for 30, 6 for 13. 3 for negative 7. 4 for 11. 8 for 54 that resulted in a field goal. 2 for 75 that res- resulted in the big touchdown play before half to Toure. 3 for minus 4. 5 for minus 1. 5 for 22. 3 for negative 2. 5 for 75 and a touchdown on another big play to Toure. 11 plays, 73 yards. was That was the big one. 4 for 21. 4 for 16. They didn't have a drive... They, they didn't have a drive um, that either, A, wasn't aided by a big play, 270, you know, the 2 for 75 and the 5 for 75 drive, and then the one that resulted in a field goal. Like, basically, there was no way that the offense was either, A, getting the ball back, or, B, going to be able to replicate what they just did. No way. And then you were asking them to not only do that again, but go down and make another field goal? To tie the game, <laughs> something, um, you know, whatever, you know, score a touchdown obviously is your first try. I mean, there's just no mathematical world where it makes sense. Scott Frost admitted it after the game. Um, he was asked, "Do you regret not going for it on fourth down?" Here's what
2: he said: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah, that was a chip shot. He's been kicking really well. Um, wish I had it back now. Obviously, second guess yourself. Um, but, again, to try to make it a three-point game, it, that's the right football decision. No, Whether not. or not it was the right situational decision, um, knowing what I know now, I, I would have done something
0: else. I, I guess the disconnect there for me would be, what, what, what makes sense about it from a football perspective with the situation included? There is no football decision without situation. What, like what, what is that? I just, it's the right football decision, but it's not the right situation? There is no football without situation. Everything about football is situational. The the thing I don't understand. You don't just run plays. The, you, everything happens in a situation. Yeah.
1: I, I also like it. It's as simple as this. You don't have a kicker. Right. With, you know, all apologies to Chase Contreras. I mean, he's kicked four field goals now in his career, and he's two for, he's two for four. What, what,
0: Matt, oh, hold on. I don't do this often on the text line. Matthew and Hickman says, but you guys would light him up if he didn't try a field goal. Damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. That's not true. No, we're saying the exact opposite. We're saying the exact opposite. Even if he had made the field goal, it's stupid. Go for it. Yeah, you I, weren't getting back down there again.
1: I also can easily point out how that's not true because I was definitely the person saying that they were in the right going for the touchdown against Michigan to start the game. I wanted them to be aggressive in that regard. I wanted them to go score a touchdown. I think they should always be aggressive because they don't have specialists I I actually, who can make field goals.
0: I actually can't believe how many people are arguing for this at this point. I mean, it's...
1: Here's what I don't understand about it. So, if if the whole idea is, well, your defense can, can hold them and you're going to get the ball back and you can go score again, isn't that like... If, is, if you go score a touchdown there your defense has to hold him anyways to win the right, game like, right. what
0: like what is the argument it, it is aside from the spe the, the kicker problem to me like I, that obviously needs to be baked into it but let's just for the sake of argument take it out let's say it's a free it's a free three points there and they and they take it and it makes it 23 to 20. What confidence do you have in Nebraska's offense and the way it currently is that they're going to do that drive again? I just told you what happened on all the rest of the drives in the entire game. They either have to hit another miraculous big play, or they have to methodically make their way down the field, which has only happened probably about a handful of times this year. Yeah, They, They really... I, my confidence would be none we should go back we, we honestly this would be a good research project for me tonight I have to remember this I remember this now like how many drives of 10 plus plays and 70 plus yards do you think they've had this year that have resulted in touchdowns or hell even resulted in points
1: oh uh 10, 10, 10 plus plays 10
0: plus plays and 70 plus yards.
1: I don't know. Just, that's arbitrary. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, put me down for nine. Okay. They they had quite a few against Fordham and Buffalo. Like those are going to be outliers. That's true. Good and long then, drives against Fordham and a and couple Buffalo. against like there's there's not in a lot of the losses, uh, but against Fordham and Buffalo, uh, I, I think that that's kind of where you're you're talking about there. And then you said they they have to score to complete this, like a touchdown drive that,
0: that resulted in field goals or, oh, or, or. or
1: points. Okay, that might even bump it up a little bit. I'll say nine. Nine is my conservative. Okay, I'll, I'll that.
0: mark that down. I don't. I I would be curious to see if it would be that much. Like, bottom line is, I don't have any sort of confidence whatsoever that Nebraska is going to replicate that drive.
1: Can I can I, I add to my argument with this very simple, very elegant take? Field goals don't win you games. Sorry, Jake Sorensen. I know that field goal kickers are your new favorite thing in the entire world. Fuel goals don't win Nebraska games. They don't. They don't win Nebraska the games. The last yeah. two years, Nebraska. They win other teams' games. Just a, an entire. Like the last two years, if Nebraska just scored only 28 points, like they never scored more than that, they never scored less than that, they would be 12, 6 and 1 right now. Four touchdowns. 28 points is not that hard to accomplish in college football. And for this team, with an offensive head coach and its collection of skill position players and a four year starting quarterback, getting twenty eight points is enormously difficult.
0: Eric tweets at us, and you know he he was the guy who had the chart, the mm-hmm. fourth quarter drive charts that were going around over the last couple of weeks. He's like, if, if only Frost would have paid attention to the fourth quarter drives one score or less chart that I put out every week, this could have been averted. Narrator: They weren't getting back down there. Yeah. Look at that chart again and tell me Nebraska with the I game don't want to look at the chart anymore. Look at anymore. the chart again, Schaefer. Look no. at the chart again and tell me that Nebraska was going to put a drive together and get down there and, and have an attempt to, to to win the game. No. They were going to.
1: Because every you opportunity had, they had at the end of the game, crack. they don't complete. You
0: had that crack. Yeah. And you just decided to kick it. Because that wouldn't have – and even if you made it, it wouldn't have done anything anyway because they would have had to try it again.
1: He manages the game scared. I don't know that there's any other way to say it. And I don't know that that's just going to change in the offseason. They're not aggressive. When given every opportunity to be aggressive this year, the one that I can point to is the Michigan game. And it didn't work. And because that didn't work, it feels like they're just not going to do it. Because it's almost like it's more effective to trot the field goal kicker out there and miss the kick and just point at well... It was the right football decision.
0: There, once again, I will say this again. There is no right football decision without situational. You have to know what your team is, and then you have to know what the situation is on top of it. Yeah. And he should know that they weren't getting down there again. It's worth doing it. Like, Claytonio John says this, Ohio State did not score a touchdown in the second half, right? But they made four field goals to win. Field goals count. Yeah, if you can get down there four times... You Nebraska want to put had
1: 17 your... points. Like, I don't know what else to. Like, they, they clearly needed to score more points.
0: So, in like. Unless... And if you give
1: them all of the points that they could have possibly earned, it gets to 23.
0: I love this idea in a fantasy world, but the world that you're presenting to me is that Nebraska magically found this field goal kicker that can make 86 yard field goals. How
1: many times do they even get on the other side
0: of the field? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, a, that's what I'm saying, man. You're we're talking about sixty plus yard field goals here. You in order to get the field goals, you actually have to get it like beyond, you know, around their thirty yard line and in. That's kind of how it works. You can't have a three and out on your own ten and get a field goal out of it. I, I feel like that is probably self explanatory, but for some reason needs to be explained this morning. There's no way that that was the right call. It was never the right call. Everyone knew it in the moment, and they asked themselves, huh, can I see a world in which they should have picked that field incredible. goal? And, th- and then they thought to themselves, no, th- there is no world.
1: I-, I know you just ran through this, but just like looking at the sheer number of it, Nebraska had one drive that went over six plays. Yes! One drive. They don't do it! It's incredible. It's almost unfathomable, and it's not like you're getting they, the Wake they, Forest. They, thing they had where you two. Score.
0: They, they had the field goal drive at the end of the uh, at the at the end of the second quarter. Eight plays, fifty four. Oh, yeah,
1: yards. I missed that one. Yeah, that's an eight. So you have you have one drive out of eleven, one drive of eight, yep. and then your next high is six. Yeah, in which you got a first down and then had to punt.
0: Let's take a break. Yes, <laughs> uh, we we touched a little bit on Adrian's situation what's his future look like did we get a hint as to a what the next two games might look like or b what next season might look like we'll talk about that next follow connor and mike on twitter at connor happer at mike j shaper you're listening to happer and shaper